is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. We're here to help you win the ultimate bragging rights, a fantasy title. Let's go! Now, here's Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, welcome, everybody. We are doing a live mock draft. 12 teams, half PPR, trying to get you ready for this Labor Day weekend. I know a lot of you are going to be doing drafts. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, Jamie Eisenberg, and Heath Cummings, plus eight listeners in this draft right now. Heath had the first pick, and he took Todd Gurley. We've got Thomas Garrett on the clock with the second pick, and Jamie Eisenberg is on deck. He's got the third pick. Dave, what pick do you have? I am picking fourth, and I am taking Antonio Brown. Oh, you have the fourth pick? All right, so you're taking Antonio Brown. David, uh, Jamie took David Johnson in half PPR. We still have Zeke on the board. So it's Gurley, Bell, Johnson, Brown. I've got the ninth pick. I'm sure I'm going to end up with Melvin Gordon. By the way, I just want to tell everybody, I have Melvin Gordon in like four or five leagues, and I want to have Austin Eckler. Does the Melvin Gordon owner need Austin Eckler? I think it's not a bad idea. I think Eckler might be decent. Oh, no. He went six. Melvin Gordon went six. No, no, Gordon for me. All right, sorry, Dave. Uh, yeah, Eckler might be worth taking. Should I you take him ninth? I listen. I think I think if you've got Gordon, and if Gordon was out, Eckler would be very, very good. I'm going to take back what I said. I think you should draft Eckler if you get Melvin Gordon. All right. Well, I can't take Melvin Gordon, so instead I'll just take. I finally got Saquon Barkley. You got him. Overall, let's recap the picks here. Uh, pretty standard stuff. We got. Gurley, Bell, Johnson, Brown, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, Saquon Barkley, to me, and Odell Beckham. So Dave, Jamie, and Heath have three of the first four picks. Weird. Julio Jones goes 11th. We still have Kareem Hunt on the board. We still have Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook, and that will, and Leonard Fournette. Um, and, uh, oh, Team Cheapies Pizza is in the draft. How about that for a little throwback action? That's awesome. Took, uh, took Julio Jones with the 11th pick. 12th pick is Dalvin Cook. So this is a standard, uh, not a standard scoring league. It's half PPR, but standard look with your first 12 picks. Gurley, Bell, Johnson, Brown, Zeke, Gordon, Kamara, Hopkins, Barkley, Beckham, Julio, and Dalvin Cook. And now Mike receivers in the first 13 picks is more than we normally see. Well, we still have Fournette. And Hunt and McCaffrey on the board. So yeah. But I, I assume that they're gonna be three of the next like four or five picks. There goes Fournette. Uh alright, now I've got this choice of Kareem Hunt. Well, I'm on deck. Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, or Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen just went. So now it's Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, or AJ Green. I never start running back, running back. I think you should do it, it just has to see to how it turns yeah. out. Alright. Alright. Uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to use that strategy that I talked about yesterday. Eh. So, do I go with that strategy or do I go with what, you know, best available? Alright, Kareem Hunt. I'll take Kareem Hunt. Running back, running go. back, and a half PPR. That's interesting enough. So what I was gonna do, guys, was go running back and then receiver, 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 or receiver, receiver, quarterback, or, you know, three non-running backs, and then in rounds five, six, and seven, take running backs and see how the team went. Talked about that strategy yesterday. Instead, we'll try something different. We go running back, running back. Gronkowski off the board. Or McCaffrey, then Gronkowski off the board. We still have A.J. Green and Devontae Adams. Would you guys have taken them over Gronkowski? Yes. Yep. All right, here, yep. here goes Adams. And uh, Dave, you are on deck, so you're probably hoping for A.J. Green. I have my fingers and toes crossed, but I have a pretty good feeling I'm going to end up with somebody else. By the way, were you guys cool with uh, Ezekiel Elliott going fifth overall? Yes, sure. It's fine. Oh, Aaron Rodgers goes in the middle of I round I got A.J. Two. Green. A.J. Green. All right, Jamie, I know you kind of wanted to experiment and take Aaron Rodgers in round three and see what happened, but that's not going to happen. So what now? Or you mean number three overall. Yeah, number three. Uh, Well, no. Uh, third, third to last pick in round two. Oh, you took Travis Kelsey. Yes. All right. So what's, you still had Mixon on the board. You still had Evans and Hilton. Yeah. I would, uh, I think just taking Kelsey is a little bit better strategy at this point. How come? Um, because I think there's not much difference between Evans, Hilton and Diggs. Um, and I think I could also, 
I'd also be fine with taking Joe Mixon in the third round. So uh, Kelsey is is a better player at his position than those other guys are, but more valued his position than those other guys are. All right, so after Kelsey, it's Devontae Freeman. Do we, should we comment on Aaron Rodgers, 20th overall? I think you're going to see that in a bunch of drafts. You're, I was in a draft yesterday with a bunch of buddies where Aaron Rodgers went in the second round. We will preach wait on a quarterback, steal a quarterback, all that good stuff. Not everybody hears us, which is a good thing. We're your secret This weapon. was about his ADP. Yeah. There's gonna this be, is where he goes. It's probably going to be this way. Most leagues, Rodgers, Brady will go fairly early. You know the deal. Heath, what did you do with your swing picks after Gurley in round one? Idiot moron took <laughs> T.Y. Hilton with my second pick and Jordan Howard with my third. And then Jamie, uh, uh, and then we had Mike Evans go to the Le'Veon Bell and uh, Devontae Freeman owner. So it's Bell, Freeman, Evans for him. Jamie, you had... You had David Johnson and Kelsey. What'd you do in round three? I took Joe Mixon, so it worked out exactly how I wanted it to. So I'm very happy with that. And you took him over Diggs. Yes. Okay. And then Dave, you took Ertz. What else is new? <laughs> oh, Jarvis Landry, 29th overall. It's ahead of Stefan Diggs, went 30th overall. Thoughts on Landry, 29th? I think it's a little too soon when you've got guys like Diggs and Fitzgerald out there. Tyreek Hill is still out there. I could see it in full PPR, but it's still a bit of a stretch. I think it's a stretch even in full PPR. Double Jer- full PPR even. Jared McKinnon. Double PPR, he's a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, if Josh Gordon's going to play week one, are we nervous about – oh, you know what? There's a guy that I'm about to pick that we also talk about. Are we nervous about Jarvis Landry right now? I am not at all. No. But he's still like a round four guy. Yes. I want to know who you want to talk about. Yeah, we got to talk about Doug Baldwin. Tyreek Hill just went. I'm on the clock with two running backs on my team. Uh, what do I have again? I have Gordon and Barkley. No, I have Hunt and Barkley, sorry. I wish I had Gordon. So I could take Kenyon Drake. The three tight ends are off the board. I think Doug Baldwin's the obvious pick for me at 33rd overall, but he said he's going to be managing this knee pain. So we got some news and notes to get to. Alshon Jeffrey could be back in week three. Doug Baldwin returned to practice. I'm going to take him here. But how nervous are you guys about uh, Doug Baldwin are you, hearing? Are you sure you can't get him on the way back? Well, I just took him. Um, so that's a no. I am. I I moved him down when he got hurt just a little bit. And then I basically moved him back up. And now I'm moving him back down to where he was when he got hurt. Because we... Which is where? We, uh, right behind Amari Cooper in non-PPR. And just behind like the Minnesota wide receivers in PPR. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting with Baldwin. So is he top, what, is he like 15th-ish, top 15? Still? Uh looks like 17 in non-PPR and right around 15 in PPR. He's still 12 for me. No NFL player is 100%, so he's going to be fine. Yeah, but you're going into a season with a guy who's admitting that he's not going to be 100%, and he's saying he's 80 or 85%, and we know that NFL players don't always tell the truth when they say what percentage they are. I, I'm worried about his mobility. I'm worried about him being... Uh, good after the catch. I'm worried about him holding up for 16 games. I did move him down right around to that same range that Heath was talking about. So where do you have Russell Wilson now? And on, honestly, Heath, I'm not trying to rehash yesterday's <laughs> scream fest. This is why I was a little little nervous about Russell Wilson being our only quarterback. This is why you should have taken Russell Wilson in the sixth or seventh round. But I have Wilson as my number seven quarterback. The big thing is, if you're a little bit nervous about that situation, and I said this during our draft. I don't really think there is a difference projections-wise between Wilson, Cam, Watson, Ben, and Breeze. So if you're a little bit nervous, move him behind all those guys. I think there's a difference in upside for those guys, though. Which one doesn't have the upside? Breeze, believe it or not. After what these running backs did last year. Yeah, but only one of them is going to be there for the first four weeks of the season. But they they still have a plan to use a different running back. Breeze might get off to a hot start, but I I still tend to believe that they're going to be a little more conservative. I don't think he's getting 23 touchdowns. He'll go up from there. Now, I want to get your thoughts on your your upcoming picks here in round four, but let me recap round three. We missed some picks. Jordan Howard, Mike Evans, Joe Mixon, Zach Ertz, Jarvis Landry, Stefan Diggs, Jarek McKinnon, Tyreek Hill, Doug Baldwin, Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake, LaShawn McCoy. Collins, Drake, McCoy to round out round three. How do you guys feel about those three running backs? Collins, Drake, McCoy. 
Those are the round three running backs. I'm no, I don't like McCoy. I right. wouldn't want him in round three. Yeah. All right, so probably fall below the next running back that went in the middle of the fourth round, but nobody wants to take Lamar Miller in the third round. All right, let me let me I'm gonna suspend the draft. Dave's on the clock. I want to catch everybody up on round four. Adam Thielen, Josh Gordon, thirty eighth overall. Good, bad, two you know, what do you think? Josh Gordon. I think it's a smidge too soon. I think I think it's okay if you really wanted Josh Gordon because you know he's not gonna make it back to you. All right, well, there, so after those three running backs, Collins, Drake, and McCoy, we had Thielen, Gordon, Fitzgerald, and Cooper. Thielen, Gordon, Fitzgerald, and Cooper. Uh, who's the, who are the top two in that group? <coughs> it's half PPR, by the way. I'm gonna say Cooper and Fitzgerald. Jamie, what do you think? Cooper, Fitz, Gordon, Thielen, who are your top two? Uh, Cooper and Fitzgerald. Heath, consensus? Yeah, Cooper and Fitzgerald. Okay. After that, we have Lamar Miller, Royce Freeman, Carrion Johnson, and Derek Henry. Lamar Miller, Royce Freeman, Carrion Johnson, Derek Henry going 41st, 42nd, 43rd, and 44th overall. And Carrion, my wayward son, drafted Carrion Johnson. So that's nice. But, uh, do any of those stand out as good or bad picks? I mean, I can't take Carrion Johnson 43rd overall. Too no. early for Johnson. What about Miller, Freeman, and Henry here? It's the right range. Yep. Alright. Going to resume, Dave, what do you have, uh, so far? You're on your fourth pick. Well, I decided to go zero RB. I started with Antonio Brown, AJ Green fell to me in round two. I love that. Zach Ertz was a tight end I pretty much had to have in round three because I don't want to mess around with wimpy tight ends this year. And if I want to keep up the zero RB charade, I would take Allen Robinson. But there is a whole group of wide receivers that someone from will make it back to me. Allen Robinson, Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, Michael Crabtree, Brandon Cooks, Chris Hogan, even Juju's in that group. So I know I'm going to get one of those on the way back. There's only one running back that I'm even remotely interested in right now, and that's Jamal Williams. And that's who I'm taking. Jamal so you're Williams. Going, you're not going zero RB. I guess I am not going zero RB, but I am going with non-running backs for the first three picks, knowing that a receiver that I am going to be fine with will be available. Four of my first five picks will be non-running backs. So I think that those four picks that went before you, carry on Johnson, but then the other three, Lamar Miller, Derrick Henry, and Royce Freeman, maybe that said, all right, by the time I get to my next pick, I may not have the running back I want. Jamal Williams might be gone. So you had to do it, right? Yes. And it's just supply and demand. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Jamal Williams would not have made it back to me. I would have been taking Allen Robin. I didn't have enough conviction to take Allen Robinson ahead of the rest of that group. Jamie, talk us through your last pick. I just took Tom Brady because I wanted to try something different. So I took a quarterback in the fourth round, and he's the best one on the board. All right, what do you have so far? I have David Johnson, Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey, and Tom Brady. So you're going zero wide receiver. Yes. How about that? All right. Well, holy it's, cow! I love my team. Well, what do you got? What do you got? I just took Demarius Thomas at the end of the fourth round. I know why he's fallen a little bit, but he's fallen to a good spot, especially in any format that rewards catches. And then got Mark Ingram with my next pick. So I have Todd Gurley, Jordan Howard, T. Y. Hilton, Demarius Thomas, and Mark Ingram. I got Mark Ingram for the first time in a draft last night. Sixth round. Seventh. That's, that's great that's value. Free I agree. Yeah, I, I, I texted Jamie immediately, and he said, congratulations on winning your league. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the season's almost starting, guys. Our fantasy teams are about to be real. But also FanDuel regular season football is about to start, and it's just it's just so much fun. If you want a $20 bonus on your first deposit, go to FanDuel.com slash FFT. FanDuel.com slash FFT. So here are some of the things you can do on FanDuel. You can play in big contests for a lot of money, big tournaments. Or you can play in smaller contests against just your friends for a little bit of money or for a lot of money, whatever you want to do. You can do a 50-50. I always do the 50-50s where half the contest wins. I, I, those are the ones I prefer. I'll do some tournaments as well. Uh, tournaments, fewer fewer winners, higher payouts. Uh, you can do survivor pools now or um, survivor contests, as they're calling it, a $250,000 survivor contest, and it's free, the biggest free survivor contest ever. Pick one team to win each week, cannot reuse that team again for the rest of the season. It locks before week one. you got to get in there now, and you can do that by signing up at FanDuel.com slash FFT. 
When you make your first deposit, you get a $20 bonus. FanDuel.com slash FFT. We cannot wait to play. Come join us on FanDuel. Catching you up on round five. So Heath took Ingram. Juju Smith-Schuster went 50th overall. Jamie took his first wide receiver. It's Chris Hogan. Dave ended up with Allen Robinson. So you got the guy you wanted. Then it was Crabtree, Marvin Jones, Marquise Goodwin. At this point, guys, are you putting Marquise Goodwin ahead of Crabtree and Marvin Jones? No, absolutely. Uh, I don't have him ahead of Marvin Jones. I have him ahead of Crabtree and non-PPR and half PPR. I probably would as well. All right. It's time for my pick. And we just got a good report about Sony Michelle. So I wonder if that takes a little bit of the shine off of Rex Burkhead. I don't love the wide receivers here. I am going to go with Carl, with Jay Ajayi. I'm going to go with Jay Ajayi, uh, as my third running back to give me Barkley, Hunt, Cooper, Baldwin, and Jay Ajayi. Pretty happy with that start. Carlos Hyde goes right after me. Um, I think Jimmy Graham was, was he the fourth tight end off the board? He went just before my pick. I think he was the fourth. 56th overall. Yes, he was. Okay. So through five rounds, we're here at the last pick of round five, only four tight ends off the board, and Jimmy Graham was the fourth. Would you, who would you guys have taken? Would you have taken Olsen over him, Burton, anyone over Graham? I would have taken Burton and Olsen. But it's reasonable, right? I mean, there's arguments to be made. Oh, yeah. In, in non-PPR, he would definitely be my first, my fourth tight end off the board. In this format, he and Olsen are almost a complete push. I think there's more upside with Graham. Okay. Yeah, we're half PPR here. We're at pick 60 after Carlos Hyde went. Brandon Cooks was taken. Jamie, I know you call Cooks a bust. What do you think about him 59th overall? And the next receiver off the board was Corey Davis. Too soon for Cooks. Too soon for Cooks. Okay. Is it too soon for Julian Edelman as we go to it, into the 60s, into the yes. beginning of round six? Yes. Hmm. You wimps. Might be too soon in full PPR for him. But I know I'm not getting Julian Edelman in round seven. Eh, maybe I'll get Edelman in round seven. All right, so round six begins with Marshawn Lynch over Rex Burkhead and Deion Lewis and Carson and Barber. I would definitely take him over Carson and Barber. Lynch? Uh, um, the Burkhead-Lewis thing gets really complicated by the half-point PPR for me, but I understand why somebody might do it. Do you see any wide receivers on the board right now that are that are head and shoulders above their competition? Yes. Okay, who? Emmanuel Sanders. I I don't want to be fooled by that one preseason game, you know. But I, I it's see not what you're one, saying. It's three. He had, he had a great games. run. It was a great run. He did, but he, no, he looked impressive. good in the passing game too. I see a I see a big group of receivers, and I don't know if anyone really stands out. And by the way, uh, what do we think about Alshon Jeffrey at this point? Where are we willing to take him? Same place I was taking him before. But he, he, he gets a later. boost because he's going to play four more games than expected. Hopefully, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think the news we got yesterday was a negative. No, it was definitely positive. Did you move him up? A couple spots. I've not touched him yet. I, looking at my rankings now, I mean, I can't take him ahead of Aguilar. Yeah, okay. yeah, I would. I I can't take him ahead of Stills or Anderson or Woods or Crowder. I take him over Anderson, but otherwise, I, I agree with you. Oh, oh, so still not over Stills? <clears throat> oh no, I I take Stills over. Me too. Okay. Uh, so the report was that Alshon Jeffrey may be back for week three. And we don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be ready for week one. They open with a Thursday night game. Uh, Jay Ajayi is a little banged up right now. Maybe week one's not going to be great for the Eagles. Uh, I don't know, but um, hopefully they get healthy. All right, catching up on round six right now. And you guys tell me which picks stand out to you as, as good or bad. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, Sony Michelle. I didn't even realize that he went. Sony Michelle, Deshaun Watson, Rex Burkhead to me, Coleman, Sanders, Trey Burton, Cooper Cup, Peyton Barber. Before we do that, Jamie, you have one wide receiver, uh, two running backs, Brady and Kelsey. What are you doing now as you're on the clock? I'm taking Deion Lewis. So still only one wide receiver? Yep. Okay. Right, does this eliminate you from Julian Edelman? No. Okay. Oh yeah, it does because I took Hogan and Brady. I don't want to go too much oh, into that. All right. Yeah, you don't want too many players on that amazing New England Patriots <laughs> team. Uh, all right. So you took Deion Lewis. So anything jump out to you guys? I think Michelle going over Burkhead stands out to me. What do you think about that? That's a little crazy. Yeah, and I I don't think um 
I'm 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 not as excited about Peyton Barber as everyone seems to be. Why not? I am. I I know you just took him. Uh, I just I think he's probably going to. Like I still think Ronald Jones is going to be the guy in the second half. Well, take yeah, take them both then. I, I hope so because he's really good. Uh well, at least he was. And I don't know that they're going with any running back. They're going to have a great running game. Heath, I'm going to resume the draft. Make your sixth pick. I'm going to pause the draft. We're going to talk about our first six. So you're on the clock with your six pick, seventy second overall. I'm afraid I'm too much of an idiot to follow these instructions. <laughs> Come on, come on. Make I'm sorry. one selection. Do you want me to apologize on the air? I do. I am sorry for calling Heath an idiot moron. I am not sorry for giving our listeners our funniest moment of the season so far. Uh You made your pick. Okay, it was Greg Olson. Evan Ingram I love getting Greg Olson at the end of the sixth round and a half PPR draft. Overall. I am thrilled with that value. Uh Is Cooper Cup okay at 68 overall, guys? I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, I, I can't argue again. Against it, I don't feel good about it. I don't think I'm. I just. I kind of feel like I'm at the point where I'm probably just not drafting any Rams receivers. So let's talk about our first six picks. And Heath, you had the first pick, so lay it out. What do you think so far? I love this, and I'm a big fan of the zero RB or partial zero RB or modified zero, whatever you want to call it. I like taking receivers early at the back half of the draft, but when you get a pick in the first three picks, it's a great spot to just have stud running backs and. I've got Todd Gurley, Jordan Howard, and Mark Ingram. And I still have good receivers with T.Y. Hilton and Demarius Thomas, and now I just got Greg Olson at the end of the sixth round. I am thrilled with this start. That's a very, very good start. Uh, Jamie, you had the third pick. Walk us through it. Uh, I took David Johnson in the first round, um, Travis Kelsey in the second round. So just kind of best available player. So you're, you're at, you're at David Johnson over Zeke? Yes. In PPR, in any, in any for format. sure. I am in PPR, and I am in half-point PPR as well. In any format for me. In any format, um, okay. And uh, I took Joe Mixon in the third round. Uh, I, I don't think I need to explain that anymore why. Um, in the fourth round, I took Tom Brady. Tom right? Brady. Brady. Yep. Um, just taking, again, best available player at the time. And in the fifth round, I took Chris Hogan. I was deciding between Hogan and Carlos Hyde to either take number one receiver or flex. Again, both are starters, so... You know, do with that what you will. Um, but I figured it's just better, smarter to take Hogan, um, knowing what the receiver pool was starting to look like. And then you took Deion Lewis in the sixth round. Yep. So that gives you David Johnson, Joe Mixon, and Deion Lewis, one wide receiver, Chris Hogan, Tom Brady, and Travis Kelsey. So through your first six picks in a 12-team half PPR league, through your first four picks, you took a tight end in round two and a quarterback in round four. I know you're just trying to sort of experiment here. Would you recommend taking – a quarterback and a tight end with two of your first four picks. No, I would not have taken Brady if I was not trying just to take best player available. Okay, we'll see how it plays out. Maybe you get great value later and you change your mind, but right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he's not going to take the the next guy I want, so I'm probably going to take Pierre Garcon because in, in any PPR format, I think he benefits. So I'll take Garcon as my second receiver, and I'll just start backfilling receivers now. Dave, uh, you're you had the fourth pick. I did the opposite of Jamie. I wanted to. Go zero RB. And the funny thing is, is that I would have done this anyway because I have Antonio Brown fourth in PPR formats. I just think he's too safe. So he was my first pick. Round two, AJ Green made it back to me. I felt really lucky that to get him there. So love having two top 10 wide receivers on my team. Zach Ertz in round three, because I believe in him and I think he's going to be a great tight end again this year. And then round four, there were a lot of receivers that I liked. Kind of the same. Allen Robinson was at the top of that list, but there was only run, one running back that I liked a lot, and that was Jamal Williams. So that's when I finally broke away, took a running back. I think Williams is going to have a good year. Mike McCarthy thinks Jamal Williams is going to have a good year. So I took him then, and Robinson made it back to me in round five. So I happily took him then, and Peyton Barber is going to begin the year as the Bucks' main running back. If he plays well, he's going to keep that job all year. He was my pick in late round six. How does Jamal Williams have a good year if unless either Ty Montgomery or Aaron Jones is just basically irrelevant, well, he can make them irrelevant by playing well. Yeah, I think that's Aaron the Jones, whole point. Aaron Jones may just be irrelevant, and Ty Montgomery may just be hurt. All right. Uh, so Dave has Jamal Williams, Peyton Barber at running back, Antonio Brown, AJ Green, and Allen Robinson at receiver and flex. Zach Ertz at tight end. I had the ninth pick. 
and I took uh, Saquon Barkley, and then I took Kareem Hunt in the second round. 15th overall, I believe, 16th overall. I thought it was pretty generous for him to fall that far. Not a, like a little nervous about Hunt, but got to take him in the second round. Um, Doug Baldwin in round three, Amari Cooper in round four, and then I took Jay Ajayi and Rex Burkhead with my next two picks. That gives me four running backs and two wide receivers. Not the most balanced team. I don't know that I'm going to draft a running back for the rest of the draft. Uh, I was thinking about taking Michelle if he had fallen like two more rounds, but he got, actually went before Rex Burkhead. Barkley, Hunt, Burkhead, and Ajayi with Baldwin and Cooper. I'm pretty happy with it, even though I don't know that anyone else has a bench player right now. I might be the only one that has a bench player. Uh, quick scan. I think I, I, I think I might be. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, I think we're at a point in the draft right now. We're 73rd overall. I'm going to resume the draft. Uh, where... I, I have one, one more team that may just have the most exciting team in the draft. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Because, and it leads into something I wanted, a, a piece of news that came out this morning. Uh, Cheapy's Pizza Team has Fournette, Drake, and Sony Michelle, Julio, Josh Gordon, and Brandon Cooks. There, that is nice. There was a report this morning with Adam Gase talking about how he'd like to get 15 to 20 carries and 6 to 8 targets for Kenyon Drake per game. That's what he said from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it, so it, it was never it was never a, a workload split. No. It was a who's going to start and that Gore was going to be involved. It was always going to be at least 60-40 in favor of If Drake. he gets 15 to 20 and 6 to 8, and he probably won't get quite that much, but if he gets close to that, he's probably a top 12 back. I think you're, you're talking about 20 total touches. That, that's where I'd put the ceiling at. All right, I'm going to resume the draft. Heath, you're on the clock. Who are you going to take? 70, what are we, 73rd overall? Oh, man, I really don't know. Let's Li- see. Liar. I think I'm probably... Uh, I think one of these wide receivers will fall back to me at the next turn, and so I'm going to go ahead and take my top running back. I'm going to take Marlon Mack. Ah, all right, 73rd overall for Mack. I think he went in the 60, late 60s in the mock draft we did yesterday, so it's certainly reasonable to take Mack once you get past pick 60. Uh, I do have to tell everybody about ZipRecruiter. It can be very difficult to find qualified candidates if you're looking to hire. It takes a long time. There are so many applicants. ZipRecruiter makes it easy. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT and try it for free. 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And with results like that, that's why ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. So look, you might not need it right now. You might not need it tomorrow. At some point, you need to hire someone. Must use ZipRecruiter. And that URL is ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. It's going to take your job and post it to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. Then find thousands of resumes or scan thousands of resumes and find people with the right experience and invite those people to apply for your job. Spotlight the top candidates, and that way you never miss a great match. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. That is ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The smartest way to get ahead of your fantasy league is by listening to this podcast. Also, listen to Eye on Fantasy Football, CBS Sports Radio, on Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern to midnight. Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. It's on Sirius XM. You can listen to your local affiliate. You can listen online at CBSSportsRadio.com. It's 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern. We take your phone calls. We have an awesome, awesome time. All right, what did I miss here? Oh, I'm almost up. I'm on deck. Why don't you guys recap the last eight picks, if you wouldn't mind, and I will think about my next pick. So I took Marlon Mack, then went Julian Edelman, Jamie got Pierre Garçon, Dave got Chris Carson, David Njoku went next, then James White and Nelson Aguilar. And David, Alshon Jeffrey David is still Njoku on the board. David Njoku went in the seventh round? Hype, baby, hype. Ahead of Kyle Rudolph, Delaney Walker, Jordan Reed, and Eric Ebron. So who's the best tight end on the board right now? I would say it's Kyle Rudolph. I don't love this group of tight ends. I'm, I'm intrigued. No, it by gets a little ugly. I'm intrigued by Jordan Reed. Very intrigued. I'm on the clock right now. Russell Wilson just went. Would you guys take Drew Brees or Andrew Luck? Luck. Okay, I'll take Luck. Why not? Damn it. I was secretly hoping he'd make it back to me. So uh, that gives me You should have told him Brees. I'm not a good liar. What a nice guy. That's why I'm bad at poker. Chris Thompson, 82nd overall in half PPR. Chris Thompson. 
Well, the right Redskins running back went first, so yeah. we've got that going for us. Yeah. But oh, James what, White, uh, James White, and Chris Thompson went seventy eighth and eighty second overall. Heath, what was your analysis for Chris Thompson? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of how I feel. I think in full PPR, it's a little bit more eh because five catches, fifty yards a game. I think you can write that in ink with Chris Thompson, but I don't. He, I don't think he's going to do what he did last year. I don't think I'd have the stones to take. James White, 78th overall. Is that too early? Feels early. That feels early. Aaron Jones like, just went That's 84. a guy. Where did he go? 78, so that's in the middle of the round? Yeah. Middle of round seven? Mm-hmm. I think he would have made it back to the middle of round eight at the very early. I will just say I feel good about all these running backs going, Hope since I was hoping a receiver would come back to me. And yeah, we're, we're kind of running out of running backs. We got the Jets guys. We got, like, Theo Riddick, Austin Eckler, Duke Johnson. Adrian Peterson is there. Uh, Ty Montgomery, Rashad Penny, Ronald Jones, but we are running out of, of good running backs. This is, this draft, I mean, I thought with the listeners, I thought maybe, since it wasn't just CBS guys, that we'd get more quarterbacks going. Uh, it's been a very running back heavy draft, I'd say. Top wide receivers on the board. I'll look at Dave's rankings. Uh, Will Fuller, Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods, Kenny Stills. Alshon Jeffrey is still there. I don't, so I'm gonna think about taking Alshon Jeffrey here. What do you expect from Alshon this year? Touchdown dependent receiver who's gonna struggle with receptions and yards. Um, you don't know if the shoulder is gonna be 100%, but, um, you know, if Carson Wentz is right and, and he's right, he's gonna have probably the opportunity for 50 catches, I'd say 700 yards and probably eight touchdowns. Yeah, I may be, maybe I'll go a little more optimistic. So upper 50s in catches, around 800 yards and seven touchdowns. Do so you think a lot more catches in less games this year? Yeah. Okay. And less touchdowns. I think this is right around the time in the draft where Alshon Jeffrey is an acceptable pick. The risk isn't that much. It's round eight. I took him. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's that big of a deal taking him at this point. Can I just ask you guys, like, why? I know he was touchdown dependent last year. I know he wasn't a big yards guy last year. He also played the entire season with a shoulder injury. Why are we condemning him to being that type of player he's kind of been an injury plagued player injury yes but he hasn't been chicago like we're basically making him out to be a tight end well but i don't know i think you could ask the question in one of two ways why are we saying that he's definitely not going to get those yards or after a three touchdown season why are we saying he's definitely going to score a bunch of touchdowns i think he'll score a bunch of touchdowns because he's the best wide receiver on the eagles Oh, he is. I, oh, I'm not 100 percent sure of that. Well, the other guy scores a lot of touchdowns too, and he's touchdown dependent. So, oh, he does. They're both the same. It's almost like they've got a quarterback who can throw a lot of touchdowns when he's healthy. When he's healthy, yeah. Or I mean, look, health, they health just is had a lot scary. more touchdowns last year. Maybe they just got lucky. I think that's it. Yeah, they suck. They suck with a backup quarterback. Uh, you idiot morons. All right, round seven. Oh, we're in round eight actually. So let's take a look at round eight. It's uh, wow. Sterling Shepard, quite early for Shepard, 85th We're overall. starting to get to the point where people are taking the guys that they've got a good feeling about. Sure. Yeah, it's a good point because the, the wide receivers, they do they feel sort of even? Like a, a huge group of wide receivers that feel pretty even to me. Do you guys feel the same way? I think Will Fuller's got the most fun upside of anybody that's left, and that's who I'm going to take if he makes it back to me in one pick. And he did. He did. All right, let me recap the uh, eighth rounds. Shepard, Cam Newton, Ronald Jones, Alshon Jeffrey, Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson, Chris Godwin, 91st overall. Corey Clement. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean 91st overall. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, Corey Clement went. Uh, is Wendell Smallwood going to be a factor in the Eagles' backfield? Not a big one. Probably for a couple weeks. Yeah, I would say there, you'll see two to three weeks where he scores a touchdown and everybody's mad at him. <laughs> but Dave not in a row. About to make his uh, his eighth pick, and it's going to be. Well, Will you already Fuller. know what it's going to be. All right, so Dave, what's what's your team looking like now? I still don't have a quarterback, which is totally okay. Uh, there there wasn't a quarterback that I felt like was a major ripoff for everybody else at that point. Running backs: Jamal Williams, Peyton Barber, Chris Carson. It does feel a little weird for me to only have three running backs through eight rounds. That is not like me, but. My wide receivers are Antonio Brown, AJ Green, Allen Robinson, Will Fuller. I've got Zacherts at tight end. I'm uh I'm a pretty happy camper with those wide receivers in a league where catches count for something. 
All right. Uh, Jamie took Kenny Stills after Dave took Will Fuller. Tariq Cohn goes off the board, and Heath takes Jamison Crowder. Uh, I think we got to talk tight end here. Uh, we are through nine – I'm sorry, eight rounds, right? Eight rounds. We are now in the first pick of round nine, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams have tight ends. Or am I missing some? I'm sorry. I might be missing some. Let me see who's taken here. Uh, okay. I apologize for this delay. All right. Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz, Olsen, Burton, Graham, Ingram are off the board, and so is David Njoku. How many of us have tight ends? Zach Ertz here. Kelsey, I have Kelsey, yes. Heath? I have Greg Olson. Oh, you all have tight ends. I'm the only one who doesn't. I'm the only one. Well, thanks for noticing. (laughs) I'm very sorry. Uh, George Kittle, guys, returned to practice. Yeah. How do we feel about him? Is he, is he totally like safe to take now? At the right price, yes. He's a great tight end to wait for. He's going to be touchdown dependent. Um, but he has a chance to, I think, be in that seven to nine touchdown range. Just you have to deal with the catches and, and receptions. Catches and yards not being necessarily great for what his production will be. Why do you think he's going to be touchdown dependent? Wait, because Jamie, talk talk through your – oh, you just made a pick. Sorry. You took the Jaguars. Oh, he took the Jaguars. All right, now you can talk about why he's touchdown dependent. Well, I, I just think he's, he's not going to be a guy that they use a lot throughout the, the middle of the field to the level of, uh, you know, the elite level tight ends. I, I think he's like a poor man's Kyle Rudolph. You took your uh, your DST in the ninth round. Yep, best player available. And that's you're just doing a kind of an experiment, right? Yeah. All right. There's nothing that I love. I was in a draft last night that I killed that saw the Jaguars DST go in round six. That is their average draft position. That's wacko Jacko. Really surprised when I saw that. I like the Jaguars DSC as much as the next guy, but round six is just there's some really good starters out there that you could take at that point. I want to you tell you about behind the Rams. Uh, yeah, one spot behind the Rams. Uh, Adrian Peterson just went. All right, so I'm on the clock here, and I'll make my pick, and then we'll recap round nine. Um, we got an email about Devin Funches. Looks like he's Jamie's highest ranked wide receiver. People want to know why are we so down on Devin Funches. I initially thought that DJ Moore was going to come in and, and make things tough on Funches to be the quote-unquote number one. Not that he was not going to be penciled in as the number one guy in the depth chart, but I thought that you'd see the targets relatively even between Funches and Moore. Uh, with Greg Olson back, with McCaffrey obviously being a big part of the offense, that what Funches did last year was certainly not going to be replicated. But I, I, I thought he would even take a, a further step back, and I'm completely wrong on that. Um, Funches is going to be still their best receiver um, now that doesn't mean he's their best receiving threat. I still think he's behind McCaffrey and Olsen, but, uh, he's in a much better spot right now, at least what it looks like than DJ Moore. So I just made a pick of, um, Michael Gallup. I gotta say, like, I, I just really nice. like, I really like the wide receiver depth this year. I, I, obviously these guys are not all gonna hit. A lot of them are gonna be dropped. Okay. Some of them are gonna be dropped, but when you look at Calvin Ridley and Michael Gallup, and let me just see the other wide receivers who are on the board. Uh, Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, Devin Funches, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett, Rashard Matthews, John Brown, DJ Moore. I just feel like through 10 to 12 rounds in a 12-team league, you know, you got you got a lot of potential, right? I mean, I feel good about those wide receivers, not as starters, but I take uh, two of them, put them on my bench, and you guys feel the same way? Is it, does is there depth there? Or am I? It's very it e- it's very easy to get. One or two stud or standout receivers and then sort of backfill with some guys that, that have high upside and high potential. Yeah. I, I feel really good about that group of receivers as trying to fill in my wide receiver three or planning on filling my flex with them. I don't feel as good if I have one wide receiver and I get to that group and I'm looking for a number two. Oh God. Yeah. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's recap round nine. And here we go. Round nine. We're already in the middle of round ten. Fast draft. Round nine was Kelvin Benjamin, Sammy Watkins, Jaguars, Duke Johnson, Vikings, Rashad Penny, Ben Roethlisberger, Adrian Peterson, Michael Gallup, Delaney Walker, Ty Montgomery, and Kyle Rudolph. Uh, We did have two tight ends come off the board there at the end, Delaney Walker and Kyle Rudolph. Adrian 
Adrian Peterson among a bunch of running backs. Ty Montgomery, Rashad Penny, Duke Johnson. And then in round 10, round 10, Jordy Nelson, Jack Doyle. So I was sitting there like waiting to get a tight end. I was really hoping to get Jordan Reed. I took Michael Gallup. Three tight ends came off the board, and none of them were Jordan Reed before my next pick. So I did take Jordan Reed, who I have a lot of. Uh, Keelan Cole, Matthew Stafford, Rashard Matthews, Devin Funches. Dave just took his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Jamie just took Bilal Powell. And Heath, you're on deck. Hey, Jamie, is Crowell on the board? No. Is that? Okay. So it worked out well. I got the better of the two later. You would take Powell ahead of Crowell? Yes. Anybody else? I would, I would in this format. Okay. So I am going to get to Heath's pick in a second. I just want to tell everybody about movement watches. We haven't talked about movement watches in a while, but we all are lucky enough to have some movement watches, and they are really, really nice. I actually get a lot of compliments on my movement watch. I was never really a watch guy. Then movement joined as a sponsor. And by the way, it's MVMT, M as in Mark, V, M as in Mark, T, dot com slash F football. That's the URL you want to go to. MVMT.com slash F football. Yeah, so Movement came aboard as a sponsor, and they're giving you an affordable way to have a really nice watch. You go to a department store, you want a nice watch, 400, 500 bucks. Movement watches start at $95 and take 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT.com slash F football. It's a watch, these watches, they have beautiful clean design. They're not gaudy. They're not showy. They're just classy. Really, really nice and simple and very affordable. Step up your watch game. Go to MVMT.com slash FFootball and join the movement. We love our movement watches. Really want you to take advantage of it. Join the movement. MVMT.com slash FFootball. All right. And Heath, who did you take at the end of the round? I took my quarterback, Kirk Cousins, and then I took Austin Eckler. I think he, like, I do agree that he has big upside if you have Melvin or Gordon, but he has big upside if you don't have Melvin Gordon, because you hit the same upside if Gordon gets hurt. I think he's one of the best late round running backs you can draft. And I think he's, like, I've gone back and forth with him and Gio Bernard right now, and I, I think there's a little more upside with Eckler. Alright, Jamie, you're on the clock, as we hear Gus Johnson announce. Oh uh, yeah, I, t- I took Jordan Wilkins. I think it was just easy to take, you know, what could be the Colts starting running back in week one and what could be their starter by the end of the season and pick 122 overall. Top name in my queue. Uh-huh. It just happened to me where I ha- got sniped. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Who, who has Marlon Mack? Does anybody here have Marlon Mack or is that a listener? I do. I passed on him. Oh, you passed on Jordan Wilkins, huh? Do you regret it? I'm not, I'm not sure that a running back's going to have success in Indianapolis if Marlon Mack's not healthy. Okay. And, uh, Giovanni Bernard goes off the board to Dave. So we are now in round 11. Did we recap round 10? I think we, I don't think we got all of round 10. I'll just give the names. Uh, Nelson, Doyle, Crowell, Reed, Keelan Cole, 113th overall, perfectly reasonable. Stafford, Richard Matthews. Haven't really talked much about him. Rashard Matthews, is he part of this big group with Gallup and Cole and Ridley and Moore, et cetera, and Lions and Tigers and Bears? Is, is Rashard Matthews in this big group? Yep. Okay, okay. Patrick Yeah, Mahomes, if he's healthy, sure. Uh, Devin Funches, Mahomes, Bilal Powell, DJ Moore, Kirk Cousins. And we're in round 11 in the fastest draft of all time. So let me tell you about Sportsline. Go to sportsline.com slash join. Use the promo code FANTASY. Get your first month for a dollar. There you go. That's all I needed to tell you. It's Team Name Tuesday on a Wednesday. Keekly, do you love me? You you might eventually be able to just do Kiki, do you love me, because of Kiki QT. That's true. The speedy rookie receiver in Houston. Keekly, do you love me is very funny. I'm on the board. I'm completely dis- uh, I'm on the clock. I'm disoriented. I have no idea what's going on. So I'm just going to take the best player available. Do I want to handcuff at this point? I'm not going to handcuff Saquon Barkley. I don't think anyone's going to draft Spencer Ware, so I can wait there. I don't want to handcuff. I don't. Does it? I don't even know if Tyler Lockett's available. But does it make sense to draft Lockett if you're the Baldwin owner? Sure. No. I'm going to take Randall Cobb. Maybe he's not as done as we think. 129th overall for Randall Cobb. Like. Jamie, I know you, you expressed some concerns about him, but that's uh, he, I, I would have taken him if Wilkins was gone. That was my other choice. Okay, yeah. See, now it's getting a little 
Nuts. Is Geronimo Mo Allison still on the board? Yes. I'm going to take him with my next pick. Don't take him, anybody. So it's a 15-round draft. We are at the end of round 11. And, you know, I waited on receiver. Uh, I took um, I took Barkley, then Hunt. I didn't wait too long. I waited on receiver depth. I took Baldwin and Cooper in rounds three and four. So um, my bench receivers are Alshon Jeffrey, Michael Gallup, Randall Cobb, and I'm going to take Geronimo Allison and hope. I don't think that's a bad idea, guys. Take Cobb and Allison late. See if one of them emerges. No, I agree. All right. You guys have any thoughts you want to throw out? Uh, I hate you for taking John and Allison. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Maybe someone else will take him and you can hate them. Uh, Nick Chubb, 131st overall, like way after Rashad Penny, way after Ronald Jones. Does that make sense for, for Chubb to be so much farther behind those guys? He, he needs to be a little farther behind because there is really no path without two injuries, two, three down work for Chubb. So even his upside is a little bit lower, but this is a fine spot for him. Yeah, I think it's just one injury. I mean, Duke Johnson's role is not going to change. It's, it's, if Carlos Hyde gets hurt, Nick Right, but then he's a two, he's an early down back only. So is Carlos Hyde though. Right. We were talking in relation to like Penny. I think Penny could be a three down back at some point. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you just meant to, to, to feature work or better work. All right. Geronimo Allison, you were on my team. Some recent picks. Kenny Galladay, Theo Riddick, Dede Westbrook, James Conner. Uh, not the Le'Veon Bell owner taking James Conner. Do you guys take other people's handcuffs? When I think they have potential to be very good, sure. I believe the term that we use is lottery ticket. Right. And James Conner is a hell of a lottery ticket because Le'Veon Bell hasn't shown up yet for training camp, is disputing when he will show up for training camp or to report to the team. Training camp's over for the Steelers. And uh, if Conner ever got the main workload in that offense, I would say he'd do pretty well. Do you think TJ Yeldon is a lottery ticket? No. Not to the same extent as Connor, anyway. Because they also have Corey Grant there. They would probably use Yeldon and Grant if something were to happen to poor Leonard. So, it's just personally speaking, I have one bench spot left, plus kicker and DST, and I plan on using it on Spencer Ware since I have Kareem Hunt. My other option would be to use it on a second tight end since my tight end is Jordan Reed. And I would love to take George Kittle. So it's either going to be Kittle or where. Also, Eric Ebron is on the board. I think my thought is if I have a problem with Reed, I can go to the waiver wire because there are enough tight ends that might be streamable, like Ben Watson and uh, maybe O.J. Howard emerges, Charles Clay, Austin Hooper. Um, so I think I'm going to handcuff where. Do you guys want to talk about what you're going to do with your final picks? Dave and Jamie, you actually just made picks. Dave, uh, what did you do? Oh, nice I, pick, Dave. I took Carson Wentz. I'm not going to let that value. For him. I'm not going to let the value pass me up. I, again, I'm going to reference the draft I did last night. He was taken in round six. Preposterous. He's not worth it at that point. That's not stealing. This is stealing. The end of round 12 for a guy who I still, I think he's great. I think he's a great quarterback. I think the offense he's in suits him perfectly. I know he doesn't have a stud wide receiver. He's got a bunch of good receivers. He's got a good offensive line. I like Wentz and I think he will be a starter for people this year in fantasy. Also, I should mention, you know, I mentioned Joe Flacco had the ACL tear and I didn't know how he did the year after. He had his best season. He, Joe Flacco tore his ACL in November of 2015. November, late November. He came back and had his only season with 4,000 passing yards. He had 4,300 yards, about 400 more than any other season in his career. So I think there's a, I think there's. The, the Ravens were terrible that year, weren't they? I, I don't know. I'm sh- maybe, but I, I think there's at least evidence that quarterbacks bounce back well from ACL tears. Now he also tore his LCL. Maybe it's more significant, but I don't know. I just. I, I mean, I, I hope right he's now. right. I just uh, you got you got to build in if the report is right that he misses three games. At what point is there a chance of a of a setback too? Um. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You can't say. You can't say what we said about, or at least I can't say what I said about Doug Baldwin without saying the same thing about Carson Wentz. The difference being that replacing a quarterback this year should be pretty easy to do. No, I, this is perfect value for him. I mean, he probably should go a little bit sooner, to be honest with you. But if you're getting him double-digit rounds after pick 120, that's perfect. I'm, I'm, I'll totally on board with. Full that. disclosure: I was planning on taking him in round 11, but I perfect. had a feeling. I had a feeling he was. 
going to make it back to me. It, it's honestly, that's the perfect spot for him. And, and oh. again, I, that that's probably going to end up being way too low, clearly based on his average opposition and how quarterbacks are going to go. But if you get him at the right spot where you guys got him in the, in the 10 team league, I just don't think you needed second quarterback. That's, that's the real issue. But where you get him is clearly going to determine how he, how, how his value is. And so that's the, that's the biggest thing with how he's being drafted. And I'll, I'll just say like we are four picks away from being done with non, mostly done with non-defense, non-kicker, kicker picks? Kicker. Kicker picks. Kicker, you love me. Philip Rivers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Alex Smith, Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston. Most of these guys are going to be on the waiver wire. I am just perfectly fine in a 12-team league not drafting a backup quarterback. I I think that, uh, by the way, that's the second. this is now the second league in which I have Kareem Hunt that somebody took Spencer Ware before me. So keep that in mind if you want Ware. He is a handcuff that people do take, even if they don't have uh, Hunt. I think that, you know, quarterback is deep. But you cannot really compare the upside of Carson Wentz to Dak Prescott. You know? Like Jameis probably has similar upside. Um but even Rivers I don't I don't think has similar upside to Wentz. Personally. I agree. You know, uh, so A healthy Wentz, yes. A healthy Wentz. So it's not it's not quite that simple. But yeah, your point is true that sure, you can get away with rostering one quarterback unless you have to know your league. These are podcast listeners. They wait on quarterback. If you're a league, everybody takes two quarterbacks, you know, you're in a one-quarterback league, clearly you need to adjust. But you're right, Heath. I mean, you can do just fine. Who's your quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you can do just fine with Kirk Cousins and then play the waiver wire if you need to. Uh, all right, we can pretty much wrap it up. Kickers and DSTs are going to come off the board. And I took George Kittle, by the way. Who would you guys take, Kittle or uh, or Ebron or Doyle? Kittle. Ebron. Here, Kittle, 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 Kittle. Doyle and any PPR score. DST is so annoying because there are some DSTs that I really like that have such tough week one matchups. Like the Texans are at the Patriots. Mm -hmm. So what? So you just deal with it. Falcons are at the Eagles. Maybe that's not such a tough matchup. I I love it if everybody's hurt. Yeah, it could be good. I like the Falcons. Falcons are going to beat the Eagles in week one. Yes. If they are, they're announcing themselves. Uh, We are contenders. But no team... Goes into another team stadium on Thursday night, faces the reigning Super Bowl champions, and comes away with a win. It just never happens. Didn't 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 a team do that last year? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I, I remember I said Heath, congratulations, the Chiefs are zero one or something like that. It's stupid. Yeah, uh, I, re- I remember a lot of things you said. <laughs> idiot moron. All right, let's talk about. I believe our you squads. said you hated him. I. I in that, I hate you forever was the quote. In that moment, I truly did hate you forever. <laughs> in that moment. But, you know, the moment's passed, and now we're back. We're friends again. Um, alright, uh, Heath, you're making your last two picks, then tell us, tell us about your squad. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Falcons, and I suppose I'll take a kicker as well. Pick one at random. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take Will Lutz. Uh, he kicks indoors most of the time. Okay, so I've got Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. You want me to go starting lineup and then yeah, finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting lineup for week one, Todd Gurley and Jordan Howard at running back, T.Y. Hilton and Demarius Thomas at wide receiver. My flex for week one will most likely be Jamison Crowder. And then I've got the Falcons and Will Lutz. On the bench, we've got Mark Ingram, a.k.a. number one running back after week four. Brandon Marshall. Kelvin Benjamin, Tyler Lockett, Marlon Mack, and Austin Eckler. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you don't win with those starters. Maybe you don't. I don't know about your depth, but your starters are just amazing. Well yeah, done, well done. I'm going to win. Uh, Jamie, we're not playing it out, obviously. Jamie, then I already uh, won. Third pick. We'll see. We'll see what the draft, uh, what the draft grades give. Jamie, what'd you uh, do with the third pick? I promise you, I'm getting an A plus because I took the Jaguars three rounds later than what they were supposed to go. <laughs> so that is going to give me a big boost. But you don't have Jarek McKinnon. You don't have. Uh, McKinnon. But our projections do love Pierre Garcon too. So uh, okay. uh, I, I drafted accordingly to get the best grade. Um, I took David Johnson number one. I took uh, two running backs with my first four picks. I took a quarterback and a tight end with my first four picks. So I have David Johnson, Joe Mixon, uh, Travis Kelsey, and, and Tom Brady uh, coming out of that. Chris Hogan is my first receiver. My my receivers are clearly the weak spot of my team, but I'm perfectly fine with the group I have. Um, Hogan, Garcon, Stills, Miller, John Ross, and 
Uh, I just took Des Bryant with my last pick. So if he signs somewhere, maybe that helps. Tony Romo, I spoke to him yesterday, says he thinks he can still play. I wouldn't expect anything less from his former teammate, but um, he said in the right system he can still be productive. And he said what he saw from him on tape last year was uh, was still encouraging. Um, and then the rest of my running backs are uh, uh, Deion Lewis, Bilal Powell, and Jordan Wilkins. And I, I like that group a lot. Uh, all right. Well, your receivers kind of – Your think, receivers but... made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, again, I think Chris Hogan's going to have a big year. So, uh, like, you took Allen Robinson. I like Chris Hogan better than Allen Robinson. I think he's in a better situation than him uh, with, with a better quarterback. And, uh, and yeah, I, I mean, obviously David Johnson, Joe Mixon have to have big years, and, and Brady and the Jaguars do what they do, and Kelsey. Yep. All right, I, Dave. I will say without question the draft computer is going to give Jamie an A+. plus. I, I don't think it's an A-plus team. I'm sorry. I know you were experimenting, but I don't think it's something that you want to do again. No, I would. I think it's interesting if you get an A-plus with those receivers. We'll see. All right. So you were experimenting by taking Kelsey in round two. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it's never a bad thing when you walk out of your draft knowing that you have the second best quarterback, right? I think we all have Brady ranked second. Yep. yep. The uh, top four running back. Yep. Um, top three tight end. Number one defense. So that's four starters. That I should win most weeks. The thing is, yeah, I mean, when you took Brady, mm-hmm. you could have taken Golden Tate, Demarius Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. and uh, yeah, you could have taken some good, pretty reliable wide receivers. Sure. So maybe I have a feeling if you were doing this draft again, you wouldn't have taken Brady. I would not have taken Brady, but but again, if you do like to, you know, take top players at their positions, and you just stack them up, line up to line up, plus. You know, I, I know we never like to talk kickers, but I have a top three kicker in Dustin Tucker. We've got a trade. What? We've got a trade. The Packers are trading quarterback Brett Hundley to the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Okay. Four. To Sean Kaiser, a draft pick. I thought you meant we had a trade in this league. <laughs> All right, Dave, you had the fourth pick. You I, do? I have I've traded AJ Green mm-hmm. in this league for. I don't know. I didn't do that. Uh, so I went zero RB, sort of. Brown round one, AJ Green round two, Zach Ertz round three, and then took Jamal Williams from round four. Allen Robinson fell to me in round five. I do think he will be better than Chris Hogan this year. Um, I think the volume will be in his favor over the balance of the season. And I think he's just as much of a red zone target for the Bears as Chris Hogan is for the Patriots. Wouldn't surprise me if they both had a decent amount of touchdowns this year, at least seven each. Uh, after that, I got Peyton Barber, Chris Carson, the typical type of running backs that you get when you go zero RB. Um, Will Fuller was my next pick. Duke Johnson came after that. And then I got Patrick Mahomes. Stole. Can you, can you, uh, I'm sorry. It's, I think it's easier if you give your starting lineup. So just give would you rather lineup. just me do that? Cause I can do that. Yeah. Give your starting lineup real quick. I'm going to begin the season with Patrick Mahomes as my starting quarterback with Carson Wentz backing him up. I think that that is an awesome twosome. Jamal Williams, Peyton Barber are going to be my lead running backs with Chris Carson, Duke Johnson, Giovanni Bernard riding on my bench, and Jeremy Hill as well. I got Jeremy Hill late because what the hell you can ever have too many over-the-hill running backs. No pun intended with over-the-hill. Yeah, I just think you made your team name. Uh, yeah, uh, it hurts when I go over the hill. Wide receivers, Brown, Green, Allen Robinson in the flex, and Will Fuller providing depth from the bench, tight end Zach Ertz. I randomly picked a kicker. It was Daniel Carlson of the Vikings, and the Rams DST is my favorite DST. I got them late. You should have taken the Vikings kicker. My God, he's terrible. Um, Andrew Luck is my quarterback. I got him in round seven, I believe. I had the ninth pick, and I usually go receiver running back or running back receiver, but Kareem Hunt fell to me in the second round. So Saquon Barkley and Kareem Hunt are my running backs. Doug Baldwin and Amari Cooper are my wide receivers. I'm pretty happy with that, with those first four picks. Barkley, Hunt, Baldwin, Cooper. Uh, Jordan Reed is my starting tight end. I have Kittle backing him up. Jay Ajayi and Rex Burkhead are flex options for me. I have the Ravens DST and Chris Boswell. Ravens open with the Bills, so I've been taking them a lot. Um, I also have Geronimo Allison and Randall Cobb. Michael Gallup and Alshon Jeffrey on my bench. I I think I really like this team. Uh Barkley, Hunt, Ajayi, and Burkhead at running back. Baldwin, Cooper, Alshon, 
two Packers receivers and Gallup at wide receiver, Andrew Luck, and then I might be a little weak at tight end with Jordan Reed and George Kittle, but I think I'll be okay. No, I actually like your team a lot. Yeah. I think that's a very, very good squad. Took advantage of a lot of good value, and uh what you lack at dominance in terms of receivers, you have in terms of depth. Well, I want to thank you guys Michael for... Gallup. That's my guy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no, it's not, Heath. <laughs> I hate you forever. I want to thank you guys for uh, joining Gotta me go today. Bye. And thank you very much to our listeners. Very much appreciated. Great draft. Good stuff. Hope you all enjoyed it. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Fantasy Football Today. Na-na-na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na-na.